Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 117 of Process to Profitability. Today I'm talking with Janisha Alora about building an authentic brand online. We talk about how she built her business and her brand online and some of the challenges she faced. She gives us an exercise that we can use to really make sure that our brand is authentic. And then we talk about building a support system full of people who align with your values and the vision you have for your business. Janisha Alora is former Miss Singapore and Southeast Asia Woman of Excellence 2010. She's the founder of Soul Rich Woman, the number one female entrepreneur network in Southeast Asia that connects more than 12,000 women across the region with presence in seven countries, including Singapore, Malaysia, the Philippines, Vietnam, and Indonesia. The Soul Rich Woman Network helps women build their brand and online reputation for more customers, confidence, and credibility while making a positive impact in the world. Prior to this, she was the owner of a cafe retail chain with presence in three countries and successfully exited to a public listed company. Profiled in CNBC and China Daily, Janisha is also an expert public speaker and has spoken at recent major events, including the Rise Conference in Hong Kong, Success Conference, and Expo Asia 2018 in Hanoi, and National Achievers Congress in Manila. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would leave us a rating and review on iTunes so that we can bring on more awesome guests to talk about all types of topics to help you grow your business. Hi, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on your show, uh, Samantha. So I read your bio at the beginning of the show, but I'd love if you could introduce yourself, tell us a little bit more about who you are and what it is that you do. Well, I am Janisha Laura, founder of Soul Rich Woman, a network connecting 200,000 female entrepreneurs across the region in Southeast Asia. So we help women to go from offline to online. So a little bit of backstory about who I am. Basically, I used to run a cafe retail chain. I built from scratch together with my partners. And after four years, we successfully exited to a public listed company owner. And we had it built over three countries. We were in Singapore, Malaysia and Indonesia. So we were very blessed that, you know, we were able to exit a built to sell business. And that really was a breather for me because I always feel that I'm supposed to do what I'm supposed to do, which is to uh, empower women and and do women-related business. So it was a good exit for me in order for me to focus on Soul Rich Woman. Now before that, uh, I was an image consultant and the reason why I went from offline to online was I, I figured that I couldn't be always trading time for money, right? So if I work, I get paid. I work, I get paid. I don't work, I don't get paid. So even though I have a very good portfolio, I was coaching CEOs of companies, politicians, but I just felt that, oh, okay, I don't see myself doing this offline thing for forever. So in 2011, 2012, I had this like whole crisis thing going on. Eventually, I took the leap of faith and said, okay, let's go online. So that's how I transited online by 2012. And then I made my first $100,000 within three months and $1 million within one year. Awesome. 
And I love that you kind of got into the online world earlier than most people that I've had on the show. So I'm excited to talk about how that journey has gone. And really, we're going to focus on building an authentic brand, which you guys have, which you've done, you know, as a personal brand to help people connect to you. So let's start by talking about what having a brand means and why it's important, especially for people who are in an online business. I think brand is a really huge word. It has come to a point where online is so noisy and branding is not just about logos and websites and colors and you know what fonts anymore. It boils down to this thing called your voice and what is your message? What do you stand for? So then let me give you an example. We had this lady who came to us for mentoring and she came to us as a personal branding coach. And for the last three years, she has been going round and round in circles with little or no clients online. And before she joined, uh, do the three years of her business, she was a 20 years, okay, as a corporate secretary uh, serving C-suites. So her, her boss was like CEOs and CFOs. So she had been always been creative, helping entrepreneurs, I mean, helping her boss, okay, to be creative about her, their schedule, about tra- travel schedule, their meetings, their social media. So I asked her, so what is your superpower? I mean, like, all the things that you've done, you know, that like you're talking about personal branding. I know you're helping C-suites. And she said, you know, I love to write. And that's why I help my boss to do. I do some writing to help their social media and, and stuff like that. So, okay. So now that you're focused on writing, so you're more of content marketing. She was like, okay, maybe. She was like, maybe. And then she went on, she said, uh, but I think I'm still better in personal branding. So I said, what about the thing that you're passionate about. And she said, I'm passionate about helping people, my boss, to really write the 10 different things of the same thing of that one thing. Which means to say, if you are a female entrepreneur, you give me a single product or service, I'm able to do 10 different posts or 10 different blog posts or articles about the same thing of that one thing. So I said, hey, that's your superpower. So if you were to stand in that position and call yourself a personal branding coach versus now you call yourself a content marketing coach and now you specialize, would call the um, writing the 10 different things of the same thing, what difference would it make? She said, well, three years, no results. Why not I give it a try? So after 15 days, relaunching a whole messaging or so-called the brand online again or across different social media platforms, she made $7,360 in 15 days, just like that. By changing and updating her message rather than focusing on you know, the whole bigger picture, uh, but rather looking into what exactly is her superpower. Yeah, that's such a good example of how messaging really helps. And that's something that's hard sometimes to hone in on when we're just getting started, but it's really, really important. And that's what brings us the client and brings us business because we have to figure out what makes us different from everybody else. Yeah, that's right. So it's very important to know what you stand for. And the common question I always get is how do you make it work for you, right? So it's always to dig deep within who you are, like how people perceive you is one thing and how you are presenting yourself is another thing. So you must be able to marry the external and the internal together as one. Only then you can be authentic both online and then offline as well. 
Yeah. So I'd love to have you talk more about why your brand needs to be personal and authentic. So one of the big reasons why your brand or what, what you are presenting or what you're selling or promoting yourself, either or your services, okay, it needs to be authentic because when you are real, when you're real, that's when people connect with you. There are people who can choose, they can choose to not to like you. They can choose to not to trust you. I mean, that's fine because we can't please the whole world. I mean, when you set a certain standard or certain expectations and when they are not aligned with you, they are not aligned with you. So just keep reaching out to the ideal clients, to the ideal avatar or the ideal people that you want to reach out to. Just like I'm talking about building a movement of women who love the F word. You need to build a tribe that is personal for people, the women who is coming in where they can resonate with you so that when there's alignment, there's alignment with you, that's when the magic is going to happen. That's when the community is going to grow. That's when more customers is going to come knocking on your door rather than you chasing after customers. So that's what exactly needs to be done. Yeah. So when you were transitioning on into the online world, what challenges did you face when it came to learning to be authentic? Wow. I think for me, I had an identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I really had an identity crisis because I had been, I was on a traditional TV here in Singapore. I was on TV, on radio. I was on cover of magazines. I was in center spreads. I was like uh, ambassadors for big beauty brands. So I am actually very presented in a beauty lifestyle way because I miss Singapore. So when I had to go online and at the same time adopting the multiple hats of running a cafe retail chain and then going online to not do image consultancy, but talk about digital marketing. How do you find your message or your voice and put everything together to do your automation? That whole persona is like schizophrenia, you know, literally. So what I did was when I transited online, I had to find that common theme. Because when I wear multiple hats, you know, as a woman, like I, I'm a Miss Singapore, you know, I'm on TV, on radio, I'm a radio host, I'm this and that. So that common theme that ties me together is what exactly do you stand for? What exactly do I believe in, right? So I stand for helping women to go from offline to online, to get clients online, to look into how to get their recognition and their branding and recognition online. So transiting this journey, I struggled. Right, so by putting things together, so you really have to sit down, take out a piece of paper and one pen, and really ask yourself what is the journey, and then reverse engineer by beginning with an end in mind. Where do I want people to see me or perceive me, or my clients to perceive my brand or who I am, or what can I serve them to my highest and greatest ability in six months, in one year? So, can you? do the reverse engineering. So that was exactly what I did. I did a whole entire rebranding. I took a year to rebrand, you know, went out there to, to restructure. I mean, I pitched to Lifestyle and Business Times. So Business Times editor, I know him. And then he was saying, you know what, Janisha, you know, you have been, you know, the last 10 years, you've been, you know, beauty queen in the beauty section. I think you're more suitable to be in the lifestyle section of the, the magazine, not in our Business Times. So that was what I got. I got rejection. I got people not willing to accept my new identity. So it's about really showing up. So to overcome this, I went online consistently. 
I showed up. I showed my expertise by going online every single Wednesday at 9 p.m. sharp. I shared my knowledge, how I made my first $100,000 online, how I made my first million dollars online. And then that's how I grew, right? Of course, at the beginning, nobody was listening. It was zero viewers, zero listeners, right? And then, of course, uh, I mastered Facebook ads and then I started to grow from zero to the 10 to 50 to 100 and then later on to 1,000. So that's how you grow, right? So being consistent is key to, despite rejections, just keep pushing forward knowing that if what you truly believe in resonates with who you are as a person and you being who you are is able to serve your clients to the highest level, then just continue to push through. Allow ourselves to experiment and fail. Dust ourselves up and then just pick ourselves up and just keep going because, you know, there's always the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I love that you were willing to show up every week, even though there wasn't anybody, you know, watching your videos yet. I think a lot of us get discouraged by that when we do go on Facebook Live or Instagram stories and nobody watches, then we don't want to do it anymore. But you stuck with it and it really paid off. Mm, yes, just have to really know and understand that nothing is easy, but everything is possible. When was the last time you checked to make sure your website was healthy? The only way to know if your website is serving your business and working correctly is to make maintenance a regular part of your to-do list. I've created a maintenance guide at lemonandthesea.com maintenance that will help you get a picture of how your website is performing, what's working and what isn't, and the things you can work on improving so that you can continue to show off your expertise and bring in more dream clients. Inside, you'll learn why website maintenance isn't something to put off until next week, 15 tasks you should be doing on a regular basis to maintain your website and the tasks you need to do weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly. Get the guide at lemonandthesea.com slash maintenance. So what steps should somebody who's listening take to make sure that the brand that they are presenting online is authentic to who they are? All right. So this exercise is usually something that I always do with my people. Okay. Draw a circle. If you have a pen and paper with you, draw a circle. Write down 20 things that you think are what we call the qualities about who you are as a person and how you're projecting outwards uh, towards your social media, which is online, right? So write it down. Some of the qualities, for example, you are humorous, you're fun, you are professional, you are sincere, you are uh, you know, fun-loving. So whichever the case may be, write down 20 qualities. From these 20 qualities, I want you to narrow down to 10. Don't filter yourself because sometimes when people come to 10 and they say, oh, I have no more, Janisha, I have no more qualities I think I want to present myself in. But you see, if you're not able to articulate 20 or dig deeper, sometimes the, the most important quality or brand quality that you're supposed to present is right at the 20th quality. So I just want to encourage you to just pen down all 20 then after this, take this, okay, and ask uh, 20 friends, okay, if you have friends. If not, just ask online people like your <laughs> ne network or associates, okay? Ask them to give you 10, at least 10 
things or 10 qualities that they think that you might have. All right. So think of what they think of you. So then you, you do like a, like a spreadsheet. Okay. So come kind of like, okay, put this down. Right. And then you're going to put down all the different 10 uh, qualities that 20 friends or 20 associates have uh, talked about you. List that out specifically, right? After you list that out, I want you to go to the next step, okay, which is to compare, okay, circle out the common words that people have used that is they have used to describe you and what you have used to describe yourself and match that. So the more matches you have, the more aligned you are, the less matches you have, then you might want to think how you are more realigned, uh, how can you realign online so that your message and your brand gets noticed and go in the right path. I love that because you're really checking to make sure that what you're presenting to other people is what you want to be known for and who you really are instead of just putting on a face for the online world that's different than, you know, what you are in your everyday life. Mm, That's right. Okay. So we've talked a little bit about building an authentic brand, but I know that as you have grown your online business, you have really focused on finding a support system as an entrepreneur. So I'd love if you could share some tips and why it's important to build a community and to have a support system in your business. Well, the reason community is important because alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. When we have that growth, there's always strength in numbers. And when we have like-minded women coming together, that same vision, I think that there is always that support in terms of the business or is it your family or is it your personal life? There is always the alignment. So joining a community allows you to grow in the space because there are some times that our spouses or our family members don't understand what needs to be done. So it's always able to relate uh, with people who are like-minded so that there's a safe haven or safe space for you to connect with each other. So how did you build that support system for yourself in business? Always look for a mentor. Start by looking for a mentor. Find a mentor who can look at your blind spots. And then along the way, find people or, you know, like I said, mentors and associates whom are aligned with you. And like I said, the visions are very important. The visions must be aligned. Then um, the value system and then, you know, how you function. Although we all can be functioned differently, but the vision and our value system, if they are not aligned, that is really difficult to work together or come together as one uh, group. So I highly recommend to really find a mentor first, grow yourself while you look at your blind spots. You know, don't blame other people. Don't judge because you've not walked a mile in their shoes. So always look at yourself. Self-reflection is key. And then look at your value system and tell yourself that those who are aligned are aligned with you. Those who are not aligned with you are not aligned with you and just keep going forward. Mm-hmm. So finding a mentor is something we haven't talked about on the show before. And I think it's something that seems intimidating for people. So do you have any advice for finding a mentor if somebody has never done that in their business before? Yeah, finding a mentor, I think it's quite intimidating because you think that they will judge you or they may think that you are too small, you know, they will not want to help you. But you know what? Big people love to help, really love to help. I have worked with Gary Vaynerchuk, I have worked with Sheryl Sandberg, I've worked with Mary Buffett and all these big people have huge, big hearts. 
So they really want to help you. All you need to do is to ask. Put together a, a short of who you are and then what you're doing, you know, why, why can you add value to his or her life and how his or her story has touched you or inspired you. And if you are able to do that and just, you know, ask them, you know, would you be open to give me 10 to 20 minutes of your time to share with me your ideas or, you know, can I, you know, get started somewhere? So always look into that by asking for help. The other way is to, after you do this step and always ask yourself, and what kind of mentor are you looking for? Are you looking for a direct result or indirect result for mentor, right? So let's say if you look for me as your mentor, then are you looking at my direct result or indirect result? So my indirect result is a community I've built across Southeast Asia, right? So if you want to network, you're coming over to Southeast Asia and looking to network across this sisterhood, then yes, this is my indirect result. But a direct result would be I can help you to, for example, um, get clients online or look at your message or look at your brand. Okay, so that's one thing. The other thing is, can you respect this mentor? You know, a lot of us have our own ego and our own pride and our own stubbornness and our own perfectionism. And sometimes the advice or the coaching or mentoring goes one year in and goes the other way out. You know, or sometimes it just doesn't even go into our skull at all. You know, just like, okay, just sit on the surface of your hair and, and that's, that's about it is. It looks like a halo on your head, but it doesn't really go into your system. So when that happens, that means you, you are not able to receive openly, right? So, you know, find somebody whom you can truly respect and listen and be able to absorb or what you call, be able to be coachable. The last thing about finding a mentor is, like I said, you must be willing to be coachable. Are you willing to relook at your own value system or your own ideas and beliefs about certain areas about your business, right? So for me, when I first started my cafe retail chain, I started from zero. We built from scratch. But my mentor said, let's build to sell. Like to me, I've not done it before. Doesn't mean it's not possible. You know, I would think that, oh, you know, that's not possible. I would dismiss what my, my mentor and my partner would say. But you see, he had the experience before. So am I willing to trust? Am I willing to be coachable and say, hmm, he has the experience. I think he knows what he's doing. Let's debate it out. Work out, you know, something that I'm good at. So I'm good at PR and marketing. So I was doing that. And then because of that, uh, he used his expertise to help us and grow together so that we can eventually, after four years, uh, exit to a public listed company. So it's all about, are you willing? Are you willing to be coachable? Even though you have a mentor, are you willing to be coachable? Awesome. So I know that a big part of what you've done for your own business and then what you're doing with Soul Rich Woman is building a community and a network of people. And I'd love to get your take on why creating that sense of community is so important for people in online businesses. I think the, the biggest success that we had is about shifting women in terms of their identity because women, when you're alone, you know, you're just doing your own stuff and just doing your own things. You have your own ceilings. So what we want to do is to create a, a community where women, when they come into this culture, they are empowered to own the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. So by them coming into the community so rich women they are we are empowering them to shift their identity so that they can believe or they are able to do something 
or what's possible or what other people has done before. And we give them a tape. A tape is like, you know, you, you get them to wear their superpower and they become this alter ego or, you know, some different person like a superwoman or wonder woman or spider woman, that kind of thing. You get them to move into this whole identity thing where they feel that they are more empowered to do more than what they are on their own. So that's why being together as a community, we give each other support. And because we hang out online, it's like pretty cool because these mothers, these are their mothers, you know, with two kids, three kids, some even four to five kids. Eh? So they are managing family, they are managing business, they are managing husbands, they are managing households. And the, through the online world, they are able to still be able to connect with each other, with the, the time and space that they have, or and it's not geographically bound. So this is really, really perfect. I, I really feel that way. And that whole uh, flow of togetherness, that they understand that when a woman changes her life, her entire community benefits. Yeah. And I know you guys do a lot of just working with women's empowerment and adva- advancement. And I love that you are helping these women who have families and kids and husbands to also own the fact that they can run a successful business. Mm, To own the F word. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So as we wrap up talking about authentic branding and building support systems, can you give my listeners three action steps that they could take this week or today if they want to make a move on what we've talked about? Mm, okay, so the first thing is to look at your social media, uh, whether you're on Instagram, Facebook, or whatever platforms you're on, look at the messaging that you're putting out there. So what is the messaging? It could be your cover picture, your profile picture, your titles. Are they all in sync? You know, the links that you put out there, are they in sync? Look at the last 10 posts that you're posting on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook. Okay? Look at the last 10 posts. What are the 10 posts that you're posting on your profile? Are they just post or are they talking about cats and dogs and the food that you eat? So you need to look at all these little pieces that is put out there on social media. I would highly recommend you to tune up all the three platforms or more so that you are not schizophrenic online and you are more aligned in terms of the movement or the business or the brand that you're talking about. So that's the first thing. The second thing I would like you to look into is to do the exercise I've just described earlier on in this uh, podcast, which is to really do the 20 qualities for yourself, you know, and then check in with other 20 associates to see if your qualities are aligned. So by doing so, you are checking in on yourself, knowing whether you could be on the right track or what are some of the things that you need to tweak along the way. So that will be the exercise I will highly recommend. Last but not least is to find yourself a tribe, a community, not some online Facebook group that, oh, you know, there's 200,000 people in it and, and stuff like that. Really find a, a group whom you know that when something happens, you know, in a business you can rely on and really knowing that uh, a mentor on ground where you're at is also important to steer you in the right direction towards your goals because Alone, you are strong. Together, we are unstoppable. Awesome. So we always wrap up with some questions. And the first one I love to hear from people is, can you give an example of how serving your clients or your community well has benefited your business? Serving your clients well has benefited my business in ways beyond my imagination. It's like when you see 
how I, how do I say this? It's like a ripple effect. When you touch someone's life and then like I say the entire community benefits and then it goes on to the next person and the next person. So it's like a ripple effect. So what I'm seeing is the ripple effect that's happening because to impact 1 million women's lives, which is our vision, is not done by my effort alone, but togetherness because there's always strength in numbers. And I truly believe in that. And when I help one woman, this woman can help another one, help another one, help another one. So that's how I see it happening. Awesome. Can you tell me two things that you're loving right now that can be business or life? For me, I am loving the rich woman lifestyle. I love to talk about women being rich. So it's called soul rich woman and not soul poor woman. So that's that's what I really believe in. And I, I'm right now, I'm also working with Kim Kiyosaki uh, coming up in October. So we're working towards that uh, to really empower women to have financial freedom and a financial lifestyle that is beneficial for herself so that a woman can really buy the things that she want to buy, do the things that she truly want to do. Okay. And that leads me into the next question of what are you excited for that's coming up in the future? Wow. Um, We are hoping that we can grow to reach out to 1 million women. Uh, Right now we are 200,000. So I'm really excited as we continue to persevere on our mission to equip women with the online skill sets to also own the F word in our movement. Uh, We hope that we can really go forward to reach and empower 1 million women. Awesome. And I love that you are making great strides on that goal. And, you know, it's one of those things that it just spreads exponentially because women help other women in their communities, like you said. Yeah, because uh, just keep running until your bank account look like your phone number, right? (laughs) Yep. So where can people find you online if they want to connect with you and Soul Rich Woman? You can go to soulrichwoman.com, S-O-U-L. R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com, soulrichwoman.com. So when you go there, you can, there are two downloads. You can download first is uh, how do you delegate 80% of your to-do list? I think that's very important. Second thing is to how you can outsource so that your assistant can actually make money for you. So if you have like, you know, do you go for spa? Do you do nail, pedicure, manicure? Do you go for like your haircuts and things like that? If you do, well, is it okay if you spend $50 a week or a month to outsource that few hours that you have so that you can be in a zone of genius to build your brand online, to find that message so that you're not busy in the business, but you're busy on the business. Yeah, that's such an important piece of business and figuring out how to delegate and outsource has really helped my business to grow. I'm sure it helps helped yours as well. So I will link to those downloads in the show notes so that people can check them out. Mm, Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciated talking about this with you and hearing a little bit about your journey and how you are reaching women in your community and around the world. Well, thanks for having me on your show, Samantha. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show. 